0: Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a 5-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at diy.money. Now, enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. All right, Daniel. Last episode, I tell you, I loved it. I really did. If you missed that episode with Alex sending in her question, getting it after it with the second job slash side hustle in order to pay down debt, bravo to you. If you have children, they see it. They're watching you. They're watching you do what you need to do to pay off the debt and to improve your financial picture, and I love it. Go back and listen to that episode. We've got an interesting one, uh, pretty basic, but I love going to the basic questions because many times people gloss over these things. And, you know, they, they, they don't really know where to go or what to use or how to do it. Uh, so I want to hit this question. Comes from Jacob. Jacob, hit us with your question. D-I-Y! <laughs> My name is Jacob Thompson, and I live in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm 24 years old, I have no debt, and I have created margin in my monthly budget. I fully fund my Roth IRA, and I put another good chunk of money away into my brokerage account each year. I have set aside three months' worth of expenses as my emergency fund. My emergency fund, though, is currently sitting in a savings account earning minimal to no interest. I was wondering if it would be a good idea to put my emergency fund into a money market account to help it earn more interest as it sits there, and if so, are there any funds that you would recommend? All right. Before I hand it over to you, I'm going to let you just run with this one. But I, I want to rehash for the new listeners. Um, I've, been intera- I've interacted with Jacob before. So I know this young man, and he has obviously followed the DIY money steps to a T. So early on when I first interacted with him, I know that uh, we went back and forth a little bit about how to track expenses in order to develop the budget. So he did that. Step number one, track all expenses. That never ends, by the way. It continues. We've got a post on the blog about that, DIYMoney.org, about tracking your expenses. That's step number one. If you're new to the podcast and you're going, how do I develop a budget? You got here through Spotify, typed in budget, found our podcast. Newsflash. There is no app to shortcut the hard work it takes to improve your financial situation. They may think there is, but there's not. The hard work begins with tracking all expenses. Number two, developing a beta budget. Number three, kind of critiquing that budget, turning it into the actual budget. And then once you create or cut and develop margin, there's a couple of steps. Fast cash, 1000 bucks on the side to stave off any of those short-term emergencies, you know, car issues, et cetera. Then three months living expense in order for you have to have the emergency fund. So that's a loss of job, Etc. cetera, challenges in, in, in the like of those, those, uh, those areas. Ultimately thereafter, you can start getting after the bigger debt uh, levels that are out there uh, and ultimately creating net worth for you through investments. Jacob has done all that. You're, he's well down the road. Bravo to you, Jacob. Now he's talking about, well, I've got the three months of emergency fund. Where do I put it? So Daniel,
0: where does he put this money? This is a great question because uh, your three to six months emergency fund can actually start adding up, especially uh, as you get older in life, expenses increase, your income increases, and so forth. It can actually start adding up to a significant amount of money. And leaving that uh, with your just kind of local, big national bank branch that you just kind of have been at since forever because your parents helped you open an account there a long time ago, that pays zero percent percent, maybe, in interest on your savings, is doing you no favors. Now, to be fair, a savings account in general, even if it pays interest, isn't going to make you rich in the long run, but it can go a long way to help you keep up with inflation. So uh, if you are looking for a place to put savings, what I would recommend is looking online for some of the various different uh, high-yield online savings accounts. And in this instance, the term a high-yield is a good thing. There's there's other instances when you get to investments and so forth that it could be a loaded term. In this instance, is a good thing. A high-yield savings account. When it's purely a savings account, not a product, not something funky where your money's locked up, But when it is just a high-yield savings account, that generally means that it is a true savings account that is paying you a yield better than you can find uh, in most other places. Now, how do you find one of these? We've talked about a few of them uh, on the show. Uh, Ally Financial at Ally.com. That's the one I personally use. We are not affiliated with them for the show. They don't pay us to say that. That's just where I park my money. Uh, it's not a recommendation necessary. If you check it out, it might work for you. They're paying 1.9% right now. Uh, they've come down a little because interest rates in general uh, have come down a little. There's Synchrony, Synchrony Bank, uh, does a good job. There's another one I'm blanking on. Quint, you usually bring this one up. Capital One. Capital One. Yep. Uh, it's good as well. Now, if you want to do your due diligence and research, because there's... Uh, Multiple other ones out there. There's a another great site that you can go to that actually goes out and looks at all the rates on these, and you can do a little uh, self education and so forth. Uh, they often uh, advertise on various other financial podcasts. They are not one of our sponsors, uh, so this is just generally goodwill sending you their way. That is magnifymoney.com. Magnify like a magnifying glass. Magnify money. Once you get there to the homepage, click uh, about middle of the page, find high interest rates on savings account. Once you get there, it's going to pull up a place that you put in your zip code and the amount that you're wanting to put in. And that's important because banks sometimes will offer different interest rates on different amounts that you're going to leave in the account. Once you do that, there's a couple cool features here I want to show you. Uh, one, if math is just not your favorite thing, they're going to show you about how much in interest you're going to earn over 12 months, they're going to show you the name of the bank. They're going to show you the minimum amount you got to deposit to get that interest rate. But another thing I really specifically like about Magnify Money is they grade the complexity of the fine print at this particular bank. That meaning, are there a lot of stipulations and hoops you have to jump through? Are there are there different things you have to worry about? So they grade that from on an A to F scale. Uh, so I would generally look at something that pays the yield that you're looking for, but uh, I would lean towards an A, Capital One, uh, rated A. That's awesome. Uh, Ally Bank, rated A. Uh, and again, this is uh, fine print. This has nothing to do necessarily with the quality of the bank, just how many, how much of the legalese and fine print that you have to worry about there. But it's a good way to research multiple different banks. Uh, they also have a lot of other options on there that you can look at uh, as far as... Um, Finding low rates, Uh, you shouldn't be using loans or debt, but they do have that option, eliminating fees from your checking accounts, and uh, even finding some CDs, which are certificates of deposit. So if eventually you get to the point where uh, we get into a better yielding environment and CDs are going to pay you a bit more, certificates of deposits are essentially uh, work like a savings account, except that they have a timeline on them. So you'll see, uh, for instance, a one-year CD or certificate of deposit. What that means is you agree to the bank that you're going to lock up your money for one year and get X amount of interest. And oftentimes, that amount of interest will be higher than you can earn on the savings account. For instance, at one bank right now, savings account is 1.9%. One-year CD is 2.5%. So that's a difference of 0.6%. It's not a lot, but it's not shabby. And so if you, if this is your emergency funds or so forth, and you think that uh, you're pretty confident, you're just going to set it and forget it, and they're just there in case of a worst-case scenario, you could lock that up in a CD. Now, when I say lock it up, I mean you're making a commitment to the bank, but you can actually get those back. Uh, in most banks with very little fine print and an A score on something like Magnify Money, you can get your CD money back. You're just going to pay usually between 30 and 60 days of the interest accrued on that CD, to get it back. So you're not going to get quite as high of an interest rate as you thought. But if you go into it, knowing that you're perfectly okay with that money being in that CD until that time is up, you're fine. The next layer of that is to do something like a, what's called a CD ladder, which is to have a three, six, nine, and 12 uh, month CD. When the three month comes due three months from now, uh, you roll that into a one year and now you have three, six, nine, 12 months again. And as you do that, you're going to basically keep up with interest rates. You're always going to have part of your emergency fund coming uh, due in three months and have that money available. Again, that's, a, uh, that's kind of a version two strategy for people who don't just want to toss that into uh, a general savings account. And uh, depending on where you're banking right now, you may be able to earn a, just a hair more interest over time. That's great. Uh, do you a little bit better? You, you know, pad your emergency account just a little bit more. So your
1: emergency account, Daniel, I think is at Ally Bank. What what is that paying currently?
0: Ally Bank is paying one point nine. Part of it we have in uh, some CDs ranging two point five to two point seven five, based upon when we started the CD during the year. So that's an important point. Uh, savings accounts, the interest rates go up and down based on the market. Uh, so Ally was paying two point two six weeks ago. Uh, I believe it was two point two in their general savings account. Interest rates have come down, kind of, since then, and and are dynamic right now. They're kind of moving, so therefore, Ally, because of the market, has lowered what they can pay to 1.9. So 1.9 is what they're paying now. However, they offer a certificate of deposit for 12 months at 2.5, and I believe that's with uh, starting with however much. So whether that's uh, one dollar to open that CD or ten thousand dollars, I believe I'm pulling it up right now as we speak. Yeah, that's for all balance levels, the two point five. So that's not a that's not an advertisement for Ally. Uh, we're not trying to sell Ally. That's just where I bank. I have some CDs there and savings there as well.
1: We use Capital One uh, Savings Rate, the three sixty money market account, two percent annual yield on ten thousand dollars or more, and that's where we keep our emergency fund. So yes, Jacob, I definitely. Well, I think we concur. You should be getting something. On your emergency fund, keep it liquid. I think that's key. I'm not a big fan of of wrapping it up long-term. Daniel alluded to or talked about some of the uh, CD options and what happens if you need that money, which is fine. Um, but I think anything outside of a very short-term CD for this money or a, a high-yielding savings account is Not prudent. This is an emergency fund. It should be there at your disposal. Wouldn't be prudent. (laughs) And at least nowadays, unlike a few years ago, you're getting somewhat of a decent return on your money. Great question, Jacob. We'll be sending you that. $25 Amazon gift card and keep up the great work. It sounds like you are well on your way to turning that margin into significant net worth. If you keep on the plan that you're on. So bravo to you. Keep running towards your goals.
0: I just felt like running. I just felt like running.
1: All right. It's another edition of DIY money. Remember friends, The secret to wealth is really quite simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Send us those questions, podcast at diymoney.org. That's podcast at diymoney.org.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card.